Welcome to Actionable Insights brought to you by Juan Jordan for Apex Precision Audio. Today we'll be talking about three concepts and I'm going to tie them all together, so stay put. Number one, Teflon. Have you heard of it? Of course you have. Some people just call it nonstick, nonstick, Teflon. If you're in the kitchen cooking, let's say you're making eggs in a Teflon-coated pan, it means that when you finish these eggs, nobody should know that you cooked eggs in this pan. I don't care if you burned the eggs or if you made the best eggs of all time with all kinds of fancy stuff, made an omelet and everything. Still, when you're done and the eggs aren't in that pan, nobody should know the eggs were made in this pan. I don't care what foods you made in this pan. Good, bad, or indifferent, burned it, messed it up. Once you wash this pan and it's sitting on the stove, nobody should know what you cooked because nothing should stick. That means you can do the best things and the worst things and nothing should stick. Second thing, a blank canvas. A blank canvas to me is the highest form of art because it represents every possibility still and yet nothing at all, meaning it's still free to be everything it could be. You see, every single day when we wake up, this day, not yesterday, not tomorrow, but this day is a blank canvas every single time, and it's holding the possibility of all. Just Monday, I was at La Jolla Shores here in California, and there was a man out there painting. He wasn't painting the scene before him, the ocean, the sand, the people. No, he was painting a picture of a picture A picture someone took on a different day was sitting to the left of his canvas, and he was painting the picture of yesterday on a blank canvas. At some point, he stopped painting, and he sat down with his feet, and he put his feet up, and he looked out into the ocean and relaxed. And I thought to myself, the people passing by seeing the old picture and seeing what he's painting now would automatically assume he's going to continue painting what he was painting before, but that's just not so unless he makes it so. You see, other people might have seen him standing before a live action motion picture called The Ocean in the Sand in La Jolla in California and the sunshine and the people and thought that was worthy of a painting in itself. But no, he wanted to paint and repaint the past. Every stroke of his hand, every movement was just to recreate what was already recreated in a photo. Because even that photo doesn't actually represent the truth of that moment, just a snapshot a very focused, limited snapshot of what it wanted to see and not the whole picture. And therefore, not necessarily all of life, but just the part he chose to focus on with the camera. He's focusing on the past in the moment he's living in. He's repainting the past. Most of all, I want to focus on this thing called the self-image. The self-image was written about in Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz in 1960. There are so many people, whether they know it or not, that are very much affected by his works because other people have reinterpreted it in this way and the other. But ultimately, I ask you, go to Barnes & Noble's, Amazon, iBooks, Audible, anything you can, and download Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And I'm going to read you a small excerpt from this book. The self-image is the key to human personality and human behavior. Change the self-image and you change the personality and the behavior. The self-image sets the boundaries of individual accomplishment. If you expand the self-image, you expand that area of possibility. What does that mean? That means ultimately underneath everything you do, there's an image in your mind of you. And you live your entire life within the space of that image. 
If you expand that image, if you make it greater, if you add the, the right qualities and attributes to it, then you'll make your entire life greater. But the things you don't even try and the things you do try, the things you succeed at and the things you fail, the things you allow people to do to you and you allow yourself to do to others all come back to your self-image. So how does this all tie together? If you look at your self-image as a blank canvas, think about the past first. Whatever's there now is essentially you plus everybody you ever knew who were in the vicinity of your life walking up with their individual brush and painting a few strokes on your blank canvas that was you when you were born. You are the conglomeration of all of those brush strokes from the moment you were born until now. Some by you, some by others, some by a younger you. And picture that picture you drew in, you know, five years old that maybe your parents and friends said, that's beautiful, but look at it now. You'll see that, nope, the sun is not taking up most of the sky in reality of life. Your house doesn't look like the tip of a crayon. The dog doesn't look like an alligator-eating shark. Your family doesn't always hold hands in front of the house with skinny arms and extremely long fingers. The grass isn't like the saw of a blade. It's just your interpretation of life at five and mixed with your abilities to represent the realities of life at five. However, if you are still like the man by the ocean, repainting each day with the image that was originally painted by a five-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 25-year-old, in other words, another version of you with less awareness of how to do things, it's about time to just start over and look before you at the moment you're actually in, the ocean that's actually before you, the vast ocean before you, and paint what you see now. Or even paint what you wish to see. Because see, out there on that ocean, it may be flat and calm, but maybe you see a cruise ship and you want to add that to your painting. It's okay. It's your painting. Maybe when you look out in life before you, there's things about life that you want to have that you don't have yet. But you have to say, will those things really make me that person? Or is it going to be that me being that person will make those things a part of my life. Because until you have the image that matches to those things, you won't have those things because they belong to that person. And that person will be you just the same as you are the same person who drew the picture at five. However, you are not five. Unless you're really five listening to this. And, and if you are, hey, congratulations. You're well on your way. So your self-image matters a lot. But when I talk about that Teflon, the Teflon, the nonstick. Well, guess what? When you start over with a blank canvas of your self-image, you better coat that thing with some Teflon so that the past don't stick. I don't care if you did the greatest things of all time in the past. It shouldn't stick. It shouldn't stick because you still have greater still in you. Like the old message says that what's before you and what's behind you is nothing in comparison to what's within you. And what's within you is your self-image. And you have the ultimate capacity. I mean, nobody on earth can stop you from dreaming as high as you want to dream. Nobody on earth can stop you from dreaming as high as you want to dream. But you need to also make it reasonable. Because one thing people do today is it's like reverse fear of failure slash success by going straight from zero dollars. I make zero dollars to I'm going to make a million dollars this year and not even knowing how to make $50,000 this year or 60 or 70 or 100,000. Is it possible? Yes. You can also go from not knowing how to bake a cake at all to watching a YouTube video, following along one for one and bake a cake. It's very possible if you're listening directly to someone who knows and you're doing exactly what they're saying. 
But as far as just wishful thinking and thinking that I'm going to do it right now, no, it, it doesn't work that way. So you give yourself such a high impossibility that you are afraid before you even begin. So therefore you don't begin and therefore you don't achieve it. And therefore you reinforce your self image that I'm not the type of person that achieves it. But not only do you not achieve a million dollars, you also don't achieve 50,000 because you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. So you, you take this self image. It's clear. There's no brushstrokes. It's not what your mother told you, your friends, family, teachers, members of the church, members of society, members of the news, Whoever, it's not what anybody told you, it's just today, it's just right now, it's a blank canvas. You do not have to recreate the painting sitting to the left of you that's really a photo of yesterday. You don't have to keep on living the dreams of someone that you were 10 years ago and feeling obligated to finish. Because by now the world has changed so much that maybe that dream doesn't fit into this world. There are dreams that people had 100 years ago that very much fitted to the world we have today, but didn't fit into their world. So therefore, they were ahead of their time, so to speak. It can happen. It can happen because you need more lives than just your own in order to succeed at certain dreams. The same way a plant can't grow with just the seed in the ground. It needs the elements of the soil and the sunshine and the rain and all these things it doesn't control to gravitate towards it. And only the things that are like that that are going to help it grow will gravitate towards it. Everything else will stay in its place. So that same idea you must keep in your mind that the seed, the idea, the self-image you have in your mind is what's going to gravitate all the people, places, and things that will help you actually grow into what you need. But first, you must coat that blank canvas with some Teflon, a little nonstick. That way, when you do great things, you won't get so attached that you're afraid you can't do more great things. When you do not great things, you won't remain so stuck in the past thinking that I'm a bad person and I did bad or I'm a failure because I attempted to do something and it didn't work. Easy example, dial my number in reverse. Will you reach me? Of course not. Dial my number in reverse of the reverse in the right order, in the right syntax. Will you reach me? Of course you will. Now I ask you, are you a failure? Are you a success? Because in this one lifetime, you failed to reach me and then you did reach me. What was different? Obviously, what was different was the actions that you took. Now, if you saw yourself as a failure, you may not have even reversed those numbers and dialed the right numbers. You would have just given up and said, I'm a failure. I don't know how to make phone calls. I can't reach people. I just don't. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Stop it. Instead, you decided, I'm determined. I'm the type of person that's going to reach what I'm going to reach. You found the answer probably by asking somebody who knew my number. Bing, 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 light bulbs all over the place. That is the key. And then you did the right thing in the right order, and therefore you reached the right person and got what we would call success. All success is is getting to the objective that you attempted to get to. Ultimately, in life, there's these outcome goals, but then there's also process goals. And once you know the outcome goal, it's definitely in your best interest to break that into process goals. Like, what will I do to get this part that will lead to that part that will lead to that part? And therefore, you will get the whole thing because the whole thing is made of the processes. So trust the process. So in this mental image you're holding in your mind, like you're in a movie theater, the screen is before you, there's a blank canvas of a person. Who do you want to be? But before you even put a thing on there, just realize that the highest form of art already is you unlimited. It's you as a blank canvas. It's you when you woke up this morning with the possibility to do anything you felt like and be anything you felt like without yesterday sticking to you, without the good of yesterday sticking to you, without the bad of yesterday sticking to you. 
We can't even talk about the future because it does not exist. This is the razor's edge of all futures. There is nothing beyond this point already in existence. We are moving forward in the now and will always be now. So just let go of that part. Knowing what you would like to do is good because you can use your same mind to run through scenarios and see if this would be good, if it would work. Here's another idea. You want that car? Have you ever driven that car? Have you ever test drove that car? Did you bring along your favorite CD? Did you drive it like it was yours or did you drive it like a test drive? How will you know that you really love it if you don't treat it the same way you would treat it then? If there's a car you want, go to the dealership today or tomorrow. Give them your license. They will get a plate and drive that car like it's yours on the same freeway you would drive it because you may find out that you don't like it at all. And it's better to find out this way than to spend years or any amount of time saving up and working hard to get something only to find out it's not what you thought. And I'm going to save you the, the worry to think that this thing, this place, this person, no matter what it is, is going to give you happiness. It can't. It may give you cause to be happy, but it can't give you happy. Your happy is on you, and your happy is tied right back to this, your self-image. How you see yourself is going to determine how happy you are in most situations if not all situations, because a person cannot rise above their self-image and you can't fall below it either. The other side of this thing is called cybernetics. Cybernetics is pretty much just a servo mechanism that gets things back on track by the negative feedback that it gets. Not positive feedback, but the negative feedback. Meaning, if I am this person and anything happens outside of what I think should happen, I'm going to do what it takes to get back to being that person. If I think I'm a victim... If things go good for me too much, guess what? I'm going to find myself a way to be back a victim again. Somehow, some way, I will be the victim. But if I think I'm the victor, if I think I'm the successful person, the person that everybody loves, the lucky person, I'm going to find ways to get lucky. I'm going to find ways to be successful. You get what I'm saying here? I won't fall below it, but if I think success of certain things are a level, but these things are above, I won't ever get up there. But if my mind is up there anyway... There's nothing on earth that can stop me from finding a way to find myself to the place I belong because, like Henry Ford says, when the world shakes you down, everybody will be exactly where they're supposed to be when the world shakes you down. No matter what happens to you, you will rise to the occasion or you will fall to the place you have given yourself. I get it. People influence you by the words they say and, and things they've done, and sometimes people have had terrible things happen in their life. However... Ultimately, right here, right now, you are a blank canvas. And before you paint anything on this canvas, before you decide who you want to be in real life, not who you tell everybody, but that's what you tell people and what you feel inside doesn't matter because what you feel inside ultimately will reflect on the outside and they will see it anyway. So just tell the truth. Just be what you really are. When people say to act as if they don't mean to fake it until you make it because that will not help you. Act as if says... See yourself the way you wish to be consistently over and over and act as if you are them, the person that you see inside. Don't act as though you are whoever you are today. Don't act as though you are an up-and-coming artist. Act as an artist. Paint, draw, sing. Whatever it is that artists do, do it. Everybody else is a human being like you. They cannot give you true, actual permission me clapping for you doesn't make you better. Me speaking good things and wagging my tongue, as Marcus Aurelius would say, doesn't actually make you better. It's you affirming and taking those words and focusing on it and giving it meaning that it doesn't have, and then it improves your self-image 
because you see yourself as a worthy artist or whatever it may be now that other people have clapped for you. But I'm telling you, somewhere along the way you saw it anyway, and that's how you created what you created. And somewhere along the way, the old version of what you saw came back and said, ah, negative feedback. This positive stuff that's happening is far off from what we're used to and what we see ourselves as. Let's damage it. Let's not write songs. Let's not put out songs. Let's not do what we came here for because otherwise we would stop being victims. Otherwise, we would have to be successful. Otherwise, we wouldn't be ourselves. And people don't like to not be themselves. An airplane flying from New York to San Diego, as Bob Proctor explained in one of his videos, is also flying by cybernetics. It gets off course, it hits turbulence, it readjusts itself by the autopilot. You're living on autopilot. That painter out there by the ocean is a little bit on autopilot. He's standing before great scenes and he's painting pictures of pictures. Maybe because pictures don't change and people are afraid to change. Who knows? Maybe because in an hour the picture will be the same, but the ocean won't be the same. And he had to paint from his memory a little bit instead of just replicating what's already there. But I tell you, in order to grow, in order to know what life really is and experience it fully, you have to be like that Teflon and say, man, the ocean is beautiful now. And if you come back in 10 minutes, it's beautiful. And an hour is beautiful. Paint what you see right now. Because no matter what you paint on that canvas of the ocean, nobody will walk up to a picture of the ocean and say, hey, that is not how the ocean looks. Because by the time they hold that painting up to the ocean, the ocean will have changed and changed and changed in every single moment. And not only that, the person who painted the picture will have changed and changed and changed. And this is the purpose of being Teflon. Because even if you paint a picture of yourself today, you need to be able to let it go and repaint something else tomorrow. Even if it looks almost exactly alike, you can add a little this and take away that, that you realize, I don't really want that part, now that I've experienced and seen it wasn't what I thought, but I do really want this part. And not feeling stuck, that you have to keep what you had before. If you're trying to be in a new relationship with somebody, nobody should know who you used to be in a relationship with by how you act today. If you're starting a new job, nobody should know how you worked at your last job, even if you were the greatest person there on your job today. This is the most freeing thing I can think of because of one powerful reason. You won't be afraid to do your best because you will automatically be able to do better tomorrow and you won't be stuck to yesterday's success. You won't be afraid to fail because you will see clearly that I just did something and a result resulted of it and it could not have been otherwise because that is the direct result of that action. And I can take right action right after that. And I don't have to worry about trying to scrub that yesterday's failure or even an hour ago or two minutes ago's failure off. I can simply paint a new picture. I don't have to continue to the next page of a book simply because the page before said whatever it did. I don't even have to continue the story I was on, the goals I were on, anything about it. It's my time. It's my life. It's my canvas. And it is blank. It is clear. It is the highest form of art. It is the highest possibility of every single thing. And it is entirely up to me to paint what I want to paint with each stroke of my life and make sure that peace and harmony and love are the broad strokes of your life, not these tiny little brushes and the details. Don't make them the broad strokes. These other things are the tiny details. But it's ultimately up to you not only to paint your picture, but to also decide who are you going to allow to paint on your masterpiece. What would you do if you were at the Louvre 
or you were in Paris and you were right in front of a painting like the Mona Lisa and you saw a five-year-old standing there with a paintbrush and some green paint on the tip walking right towards what's considered a masterpiece. Not behind glass, not protected, just the actual painting. Don't you know that somebody would stop that child? They would stop that child. Security would stop that child. A parent, a random stranger, somebody who values that masterpiece will stop that child and say, I'm sorry, sweet child, but you can't put your paintbrush on my masterpiece. Learn to do that with the people around you. Learn to do that with the news. Learn to do that with anything that's going to disrupt what you are trying to do. I don't care if it's still your blank canvas. No, no, sweetheart, you are not about to mess up my masterpiece. This is how it ties together. Your self-image is up to you. It's a blank canvas right now. You got the old one sitting there with everybody's paint all over. It's a hot mess. Leave it there. Because one thing about being a painter, you're always going to need a new canvas to paint a new picture. You can't paint a new picture on top of an old picture. Like putting a wig on top of a wig, you will just look crazy. How do I look? You look crazy. You look like you're trying to be a new person and an old person at the same time. You look like you're trying to be the new you from 2017 while doing all your 2014 stuff. You, do you get it? You look like you're trying to fake it till you make it. You look like you have a wig on top of a wig. Stop doing that. Start here. Be clear. Be open. Be exactly none of those things. Start completely from here. You have the right to do that. It's your life. I don't care who's around your life, who loves you, who brought you into this world. It's yours. And whatever you have left, who knows? But it's yours. Whatever's left is yours. So take your blank canvas, and before you paint a single other thing in your rest of your life, put a little Teflon on it so it doesn't stick. The work will stand by itself over there. Your self-image is yours. Be whoever you want to be in every single moment of your life, knowing that no matter what it is, good or bad, it's not going to stick, and I can be exactly what I want to be now. Because you would hate to know that if I made a beautiful omelet this morning, I can't even make dinner tonight because it still has omelet in it. Like, no. Let every moment be its own. Let now be itself because it already is. It's just we're not treating it that way. Act as if. If you didn't know, what your limitations were. If you were hypnotized and you didn't know your limitations and your story and your past no more, and somebody hypnotized you into believing that you were the absolute very best version of yourself, and you must show up to each moment as just that. That doesn't mean you have to run a marathon and do all these crazy things. Sometimes the best version of yourself is just sitting there peacefully being you, listening to a friend, enjoying a book, enjoying the sunrise, Enjoying the sunset, driving your car without the radio on, driving the car listening to your radio. You don't have to do anything extravagant to be you. You're already you. And that's the beauty of the blank canvas. First things first, actionable insight. See the blank canvas. See the beauty of the blank canvas. Admire that because that is all of you. Anything that follows this, whether I am this or I am that, is a limitation to all of it. Anything that follows I am is a limitation to I am. I am is all of it. It is the blank canvas. It is all the possibilities. It is the highest form of art. In other words, the highest creation there is. But you can paint a masterpiece with each moment of your life and make sure the broad strokes of your piece 
in the order, in the harmony, in the love. Make sure the broad strokes are the things that matter most. Because ultimately, you can't rise above or below how you see yourself. And I say this, if you can't rise above it, what could, what could be possibly above every possibility? What could be above all possibilities? What could be above everything that you already are? Nothing. Anything else is a limitation. So if it's going to be a limitation to all, still make it a great one. Not these pitiful ones, not these ones that are not even worth the time and effort to, to imagine. And if somebody comes up to your masterpiece and they're trying to put their little green brush, remember to say, no, no, sweetheart, I can't allow you to mess up my masterpiece. This is Actual Insight brought to you by Warren Jordan for Apex Precision Audio.